Let's get to Ron DeSantis. I spent a lot of time yesterday on DeSantis uh, because I, you know, I've spent time on Georgia and Brian Kemp and with DeSantis. And in, in Florida now in particular, the media is peddling serious conspiracy theories about a woman named Rebecca Jones. Rebecca Jones was the manager of the geographic information system, the GIS system that Florida used to display the data. She was fired on May 5th. And she told people she wasn't sure about the reliability of the data thereafter. It became a national media story uh, that Florida was potentially rigging the data. Now, one of the reasons this is happening is because so much of the media is clustered in the Northeast Corridor, and the Northeast Corridor is still doing poorly. And the media can't recognize uh, that perhaps there are leadership flaws there because they treat Andrew Cuomo as a saint. I mean, his his daily gatherings with his brother on CNN almost amount to verbal incest. I mean, these two are on TV together, gabbing it up, glad handing, and, and he never gets asked the tough questions about why so many people in nursing homes have died in New York City and why didn't he stop transferring COVID-19 positive people into nursing homes. No one wants to push him on that stuff. No one wants to push him. They'll they'll tiptoe around it, ask him a, a general question and move on, as opposed to, you know, other governors like Ron DeSantis had stopped this in March, and it turns out that it worked. Do you feel at all responsible for these people? They don't want to do that. They'd rather engage in verbal incest between Chris and Andrew Cuomo on, on CNN, uh, toying about uh, sticking Q-tips in place. It just, it, it, the whole thing annoys me uh, that they would do that on a real, on a network that treats itself as a real news network. Nonetheless, DeSantis finally had enough about the media. This Rebecca Jones person, uh, she was not a scientist as she's been portrayed. She's not even a data scientist as she's been portrayed. She was just the manager. She had been a, a data analyst before that. She was doing data entry. She had an entire team, and she claimed uh, she claimed that she had uh, single-handedly built this entire system. It single-handedly coded the entire thing, single-handedly was responsible for it. And uh, more and more people in Florida pushing back saying, wait a second, she had an entire team. It wasn't her. The media hasn't cared to hear that. They want to paint DeSantis in the worst possible light. He's had enough. Our data is available. Our data is transparent. In fact, Dr. Burks has talked multiple times about how Florida has the absolute best data. So any insinuation otherwise is just typical partisan narrative trying to be spun. And part of the reason is that because you got a lot of people in your profession who waxed poetically for weeks and weeks about how Florida was going to be just like New York. Wait two weeks, Florida's going to be next. Just like Italy, wait two weeks. Well, hell, we're eight weeks away from that, and it hasn't happened. Not only do we have a lower death rate, well, we have way lower deaths generally, we have a lower death rate than the Acela Corridor, D.C., everyone up there. We have a lower death rate than the Midwest, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. But even in our region, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida has the lower death rate. And I was the number one landing spot from tens of thousands of people leaving the number one hot zone in the world to come to my state. So we've succeeded, and I think that people just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative, it challenges their assumption, so they got to try to find a boogeyman. Maybe it's that there are black helicopters circling the Department of Health. If you believe that, um, I got a bridge in Brooklyn I'd like to sell you. Now, that's not all he said. Good for him for being fired up about this because they really have just been, um, they really have treated him terribly, the national media, considering what's happening in Florida.
In fact, uh, the Washington Post, in response to this, essentially, has a hit out today that, you know, the numbers are going back up in Florida. Now, the numbers are going back up in Florida. It's important to understand because they're testing more people in Florida. And as they're testing more people in Florida, it clearly shows uh, that more people are being found to be positive, which is what do you not want people to be tested? That's part of the frustration here. Now, there's more. There's more. Hang on a second. Uh, Let me find this, uh, this thread. Uh, My buddy Brent, who is listening right now in Florida, sent me this. Yes, here we go. Uh, The governor of Florida going off on this particular person, uh, Rebecca Jones. Let me reroute the audio here so we can see this. This is off of Twitter from WFLA News in Florida. Uh, Listen to DeSantis go off on this reporter who's asking about Rebecca Jones, claiming that she alone safeguarded the integrity of the data. So first of all, okay, so one, she's not she's not a data scientist. She's somebody that's got degree in journalism, communication and geography. She is not involved in collating any data. She does not have the expertise to do that. She is not an epidemiologist. She is not the, the chief architect of our web portal. That is another false statement. And what she was doing was she was putting data on the portal, which the scientists didn't believe was valid data. So she didn't listen to the people who were her superiors. She had many people above her in the chain of command. Um, And so then so she was dismissed because of that and because of a bunch of different reasons about how she did. Now, there's one more nugget that was left out of the conversation. A nugget I knew and did not say I wasn't going to go there. DeSantis finally had enough and he went there. Oh, there there's some impressive stuff here from 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 what I've been told. Uh, Listen to this come to find out she's also under active criminal uh, charges in the state of Florida. She's being charged with uh, cyber stalking and cyber sexual harassment. So I've asked the Department of Health to explain to me how someone would be allowed to be charged with that and continue on because this was many months ago. I have a zero tolerance policy uh, for sexual harassment. So her supervisor dismissed her because uh, of, of a lot of those reasons and it was a totally valid way, but she should have been dismissed long before that. Yikes, what? Yeah, yeah, there, there's the issue. Now, let, let me let me tell you. One of the things I've been told, and, and this is, you know how the rumor mill works. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, there is a, a, a very large uh, letter that is is evidence there. Um, someone told me it was like a three hundred page love letter or some such. I, I I don't know, but there there are there are some some odd details in this, and it, it, we 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 got issues that have to be dealt with, and I'm I got I got nothing. <laughs> uh, it just it, it's we we. DeSantis finally had enough, and you know it's good to see a Republican governor push back on the media. And increasingly, you know, I have been one of the people out there who has said, I don't think it's good for the president to label the press generally the enemy of the people. Increasingly, it is obvious that the press, uh, much of it, not all of it, but much of it has just decided to run with that itself. And the press is not necessarily portraying themselves as the enemy of the people, but the enemy of Republicans. And I really do think there's something to this, that much of the American media at this point has internalized that Donald Trump is orange man bad. And as orange man bad, 
they have a moral obligation to not just ruin him, but ruin anyone who comes into contact with him. And not just ruin anyone who comes into contact with him, but anyone who comes into contact with them. And not just anyone who comes into contact with them, but anyone who supports any of the above. So if you've got a Republican governor who has said something nice about Donald Trump, suddenly that person's the enemy. If you have a Republican governor whose competence is helping drive up Donald Trump's approval rating in his state, that person's the enemy. Because I do fundamentally believe in talking to enough reporters who I know and trust that even many of them will admit uh, they are appalled by Donald Trump. And they can't understand why people don't see it. And if you're appalled by Donald Trump and you don't understand why people don't see it, well, then one of the things you're going to do is try to make people see it. And one of the things you're going to do is try to editorially steer your coverage to try to end that person. So the media is not necessarily the enemy of the people. They are definitely the enemy of, of Donald Trump and the Republicans right now, and they're showing it. And to a degree, I guess, some of them, not all of them, some of them are enemies of the people in, in part because uh, they are willfully trying to destroy someone that uh, the people support and dripping with disdain for anyone who supports them. How many profiles of Trump supporters have you seen where they are portrayed as hicks and rubes and bigots and the like? How, how many have you seen? I suspect a great many. And that is deeply problematic uh, because so much of the media dislikes Trump supporters, portrays them in the worst possible light, mocks them. I mean, all you got to do is turn on CNN and watch Don Lemon and, and his take on Trump voters. Just watch it. It drifts with disdain for middle class voters in uh, what some of the media would refer to as flyover country that place they fly over between New York and Los Angeles or San Francisco or Miami. The media in the United States is run more and more by people who only care what people who live within 25 miles of a coast think. The exception to that is Fox News. And so guess what? The rest of the media has decided that Fox News is the enemy. And if Fox News is the enemy and Trump supporters are the enemy and the president is the enemy, they don't have to cater news to you people. You're bad. And increasingly what the media does is just try to reaffirm the beliefs of the people who live within 25 miles of a coast, which are overwhelmingly liberal. How much different would the coverage of COVID-19 be if CNN did not uh, exist within the bubble of the New York, D.C. corridor? You know, CNN was certainly left of center in uh, for, for most of its time. It had a lot of reporters who were in Washington and New York, but CNN itself was headquartered in Atlanta. So at least it made an attempt to understand uh, what people at the Walmart as opposed to the Whole Foods cared about. And it doesn't do that anymore. The network that does is called Fox News, and CNN now routinely attacks Fox News for daring to, to discuss what CNN doesn't like. I mean, there's an entire cottage industry within CNN uh, that is obsessed with what Fox News does and does not cover. If you, why, why should it matter to you what Fox does and does not cover? I mean, two can play that game, by the way. 
CNN has has uh, routinely not uh, covered in their entirety the president's press conferences. CNN has not uh, delved into the Mike Flynn stuff. CNN has not done all these things. Two can play that game, uh, but you will note that Fox News is not bothering to do it because they're number one and they don't have to care about it. There are problems uh, with all the media out there right now, but one of the biggest problems is their lack of fairness in coverage of other states, largely because they interpret everything through the lens of New York City. They can't bring themselves to blame Andrew Cuomo because they've got to have a protagonist against Orange Man Bad. And so they assail these other governors who live rent-free in their head. The American people would be better off if they turned off much of the press and, and frankly relied on their local newspapers, except some of the local newspapers uh, have been bought up by national newspapers and are striving to, uh, you know. So when I was at CNN, I was warned by one of the, the, the prominent anchors there, never go on the daytime shows because this is when they were in Atlanta. And this anchor at CNN, who was not in Atlanta, said that he avoids as best he could the daytime shows at CNN because so many of those anchors were so desperate to prove their liberal credentials to be able to get promoted somewhere else. They didn't want to be in Atlanta. And so he found them to be overly biased, and, and he thought that the evening shows on CNN and the early morning show on CNN were, were fairly good. Go on those shows, just not go during the midday shows. And the same is now happening with some of these newspapers that are getting bought up by national conglomerates and where the editorial page editors and some of the journalists decide they need to prove their liberal credentials to get out of Podunkville and, and go up to the big city. And so you're increasingly seeing in the newspapers that are surviving at the local level that either they are independently owned and doing well and tend to actually have a conservative worldview or they are liberal conglomerate entities where the people are just uh, climbing over each other's backs to try to get ahead by going up to the national market. And it shapes how the news is portrayed. In Florida, the data is good. The fact that the media cannot believe it and the media suggests uh, there is, is some conspiracy to shape the data says way more about the media than anyone else. And that's unfortunate at a time we actually could use a free, fair press in the United States. 